Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sippin' All, where God puts the awe in awesome. I'm your host, Brandon Lee Windsor. If this is your very first time tuning in to Sippin' All, thank you. You can now listen to Sippin' All on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Today is a very special day because we have <laughs> one of the few people who has, who has known me for my whole 23 years of living. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Pastor Bishop Reverend Charlie Windsor. Thank you. I didn't make sure I was on the right side. Yeah. That's wild. Hopefully one day. Being prophetic. Not pathetic. Prophetic. Charlie, it's about that time. Are you ready for the sippy? Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, grab your cup of coffee. Here we go. Lord, thank you for this amazing day <laughs> that he has made for you and me. One, two, three. Bum, bum, bum. So is that a thing when you cheers, you have to hit the table first? It's common knowledge? No, it's just something that I do. Oh, okay. Because I remember when we were at the restaurant with Dad, we all cheers, and then both I of you hit it. the table. And did I he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see him. And so I was like, I guess I'm not doing something right. No, it's a... It's something that we would do for, like, in parties and stuff. Like, when you're, like, in a – I don't know why he did it with beer. I just did it out of habit. Yeah. But, um, like, whenever you're about to, like, take a drink or something, you would cheers, dink. Gotcha. It's just a tradition that I have adopted. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know that. Um, but if you guys are watching on YouTube, it's obviously we were not in the Sippinall studio because we were at our dad's house in Fairfield, New Jersey. And I would love to talk about that a little more later in the pod. But Charlie, I've been having this one question that has been bothering me. Oh. You are really good at this. Like your personality is wild. <laughs> it's just funny to see because you were just so calm setting up, and you're like, "All right, here we go." How we? Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah." It's just funny. Thank you. Funny to wow. watch. Um. So, oh yeah, here's the one question I've been wanting to ask you for the past week and a half. Okay. Do you remember the very first memory you have of me? Because I have come to the conclusion. I don't have any real core memories of you in my life. The first memory? Kind of. Or like the earliest memory you have. The earliest memory I could kind of think of and vaguely is like, I think I remember you coming home. Like very, very vaguely. I could be like lying to myself. But I remember being in Pennsylvania and just like, acknowledging the fact that like i wasn't gonna like be by myself like i had like like you were coming into the picture well it's a deep thought for a child yeah and like i said that's even like vaguely i don't know if that's like a thing i've come to the conclusion i don't really have any memory of you in my childhood no like with anything and even in like high school, it's like I remember you kind of being there, but I don't remember having like a core memory with you. It's kind of sad. No, I mean, yeah, there's a couple. You don't like no core, nothing. Like not even when we shared the nothing. Mm-mm. Shared the what? The cigarette. We shared that one time. I yeah. do remember that when you coughed. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, we are both Christian now. We've been both <laughs> saved by grace. Praise Jesus. Um, but there's a moment in my life where I would smoke uh, the cigarettes 
and disgusting. my brother didn't really smoke a, a cigarette no. and like dude come on it's awesome it's and so, so we went on a gross. walk in a neighborhood where they were building houses i lit one up charlie took one puff and died and it was probably one of the funniest moments i've ever um, like it experienced with my brother um but yeah so charles you've been saved for two-ish years something like that yeah. yeah tell us about that how did you get saved why did you get saved what made you make the decision to follow christ so, um you can kind of be brief yeah. detailed in your past or yeah just kind of talk about i'll, I'll kind of keep it brief or well, at least i'll try to just because like we only have like an hour and i don't want to spend 45 minutes about my testimony yeah, and, then fi- as as and then 15 being oh yeah god's good so good. why i did it um it was back in 2021 2022 so i was in my after covid yeah okay. i was in my uh grandmother's room i was living there at the time we had you know uh we had i had just moved out of my old house kind of doing like a reset thing before me and my now roommate are living together um and i just kept feeling that i'm hitting this glass wall or this glass ceiling so to speak and because i have been told that i'm gonna be doing great things big things i'm gonna own a mansion one just friends friends and family it's weird so like throughout my whole life everybody has noticed my potential before and my worth actually before i could even acknowledge it Mm -hmm. because like i wanted to take the easy way out like i wanted like honestly my whole life i just wanted to like work at a measly job pay bills and die that's all i wanted Mm -hmm. It's it's cakewalk easy anybody can everybody does it but obviously god has something bigger planned for me so anyways, I kind of like started acknowledging that realized I was hitting realized I was hitting this glass ceiling and I I kind of thought of like I had to make that choice. I could either keep abiding by fear and our uh usual way, like how we grew up, are you my usual way of thinking or change and really dive deep into like what love can do. Yeah. And okay. I'm going to stop you real quick. Okay. Cause I want to just kind of digest what you just said. Okay. Okay. So you realize that you just need a change. Mm-hmm. And did you realize this when you weren't saved or is this kind of like you reminiscing on what God has already done for you after the fact that you've been saved? Because I remember when I wasn't saved, yeah. I had a moment where like, there has to be more to life than this. Yeah. And so did you have a moment like that pre Jesus or is this you reminiscing on well, what Jesus I've, has done for you? I've always understood that like, because I've always tried to stay like positive. I've always understood that like there, there has to be a light after the darkness or there has to be, a, there has to be meaning to all this. Right. I, I just never thought of God being that. Yeah. What did you think light was? Huh? What did you think light was? Not just God. a better life. Okay. In some sort of way, I would wake up 30, 40, 50, rich, married, kids, and life would just be good. Yeah. Um, I didn't really add God into that. And But the problem was is, is I wasn't really appreciating where I was at now. Yeah. And I think that was like 
one of the bigger problems. And really, so the real whole reason why I started is because I wanted to be plugged in just to a positive source. Okay. I realized I was trying to get to a new level, but I couldn't get to that level because I was pretty much abiding by my own strength and running on fumes. Right. Because I would have these really high highs and then I would like crash out and then go and then crash out and then go. And that was that glass ceiling. So I finally cracked open my Bible. I actually brought it. Uh, this was before like your graduation from Grow Ministries. Because mm-hmm. I remember... I went to the church service, and after any time I had time, I would go to your room, that uh, your dorm room, and just kind of like crack open the Bible and just read where I was. Mm-hmm. So there's, so I started doing that. Um, I forgot where I was gonna go with this, but hey, so let me ask you a question. Okay, you said you wanted that you you need you wanted to be like around like a positive environment mm-hmm. what drew your attention to the church that being your positive environment well because i i hear you know rappers and like secular rappers and rich people and like you've done good for yourself um our grandparents have brought up god a lot mm-hmm. so it's like he has to be tied into something right and i i from my understand from my understanding you know god is love god is good um god is positive i don't necessarily like the church i feel like some of you know there's things that we can work on and i think there's things that we are working on Mm -hmm. but god himself is perfect Mm -hmm. so i kind of came to that realization if um yeah uh, or that um, my bad my, my biggest question was who is God for God who is God right. and why should I follow him yeah and that's why instead of like going to a church or going to a youth service or whatever I just opened my Bible because I wanted to find out who God was for himself and yeah. who God is to me rather than have all these voices tell me oh god is this god is that it's like okay cool that's cool for you but i want to i want to know for myself yeah and so that's yeah i didn't really get into the church until like a couple months after um i started like seeking right so what made you stay with the church Mm -hmm. or just like with this life yeah everything everything so i'll give you two bigs the first time I felt God's presence and the first time I heard his voice. Okay. The first time I felt God's presence, I was seeking. I kind of started going to the church, to uh, the church, Church Alive in Albuquerque. Shout out. Whoop, whoop. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, started, so I started going there and it was like on this Thursday, I was at the gym and I felt this like anxiety. And I mean, like, it was, like, overpowering. My voices were going crazy. I was overthinking, just trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, like, whenever I feel this type of way, it means I don't know no something or it means I'm trying to figure something out. So I, so then I go to seek. And usually when I go to seek at the gym, I'll listen to a sermon. I'll listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian-based, of course. So I went to Church of uh, not Church of Life, sorry. I went to Transformation Church. 
um, and I landed on this podcast, this sermon called um, The Upgrade, and he talks about unlocking the Holy Spirit. And this is Pastor Mike Todd? Yes. Okay, cool. In Tulsa, Oklahoma. Shout out Pastor Mike Todd. Let's go. And yeah, so I went up, so, so I landed, my bad, I landed on this podcast, started listening to it, talking talk about the Holy Spirit. He talks about we see the Holy Spirit as his entity, but he's actually a person, and therefore you should treat him as such. Mm-hmm. Therefore you should treat him like a friend. Therefore you should treat him. So I was like, all right, cool. Got. I ended it. I was like, okay. So from now on, when I talk to God and when I pray, I'm going to talk to him like I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. just as a person, if right. I really have to acknowledge him like that. So I get through it, and... I get through my gym session. I'm sitting down. We have like this turf area. Also, shout out Westside Power Gym in Rio Rancho. Come on now. Uh, I'm sitting in this turf area, and I'm like, God, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of the burdens. I'm tired of feeling that I have to carry this weight. I'm tired of feeling I'm not. I'm tired of desiring to go somewhere and feel like I'm never going to get there. Yeah. Just in this version of me, this life. If you're real, I give it to you. Mm -hmm. If you're real, show me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, this is what I'm dealing with. This is, you know, it it said in the sermon too, like God comes to you where you're at. He's, you know, you can't pretend, you can't fake it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, God, this is where I'm at. I'm tired. Yeah. I can just picture Jesus like, I know. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> just sitting, yeah, all right. I can finally. See, you're finally catching on. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you need me. And, Good job. And, <laughs> and so when I say it and when I say that prayer, when I say amen, it's like the anxiety just dispersed. Like I could feel it just go and the voices stopped. And for the first time in a long time, if ever, I was present. Yeah. And it was silent. That's kind of cool. I feel like our testimonies kind of go together in some sense. Yeah, it was just weird. Just a weird, weird moment. And, like, I actually started crying because, like, it was just quiet. For the first time ever, I felt peace. Yeah. Genuine peace. Now, um, you don't have to answer this, but when you say voices, what would they say? Just or what? What? Yeah. What would they say? What were they? It was just overthinking. Like it was like in that moment, I was just trying to figure out, figure out like what it was. Yeah. That was causing the anxiety. Yeah. But like when I overthink, it's like I, I feel like I put too much pressure on myself mm-hmm. because I do, I do have the desire to make it in a sense. In you know, like you know, I you know just. For me, it's just having a comfortable life where I don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. I have a beautiful wife that loves me, mm-hmm. kids that love me, and just a good life. You know, yeah. I want to be able to bless y- you and your wife and our family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I even want to take out, like, as a thank you, I want to take out dad for, like, a steak dinner in one of these expensive restaurants mm-hmm. and not have to worry about the price yeah. tag. For sure. You know, but the problem was is when you're abiding by fear you think about the destination and not the journey right so i was i was continuously just stressing and stressing and stressing yeah and then in that moment i was stressing about the anxiety and 
yeah that, that so that day when i felt god's presence i unlocked the holy spirit and continue on the journey and we went to church uh we went to champions for christ yes in that same summer it was like around june mm-hmm. june or july no end of july yeah i'm gonna stop you real quick okay yeah. uh for those of you who don't know champions for christ is a youth rally held in branson missouri um about 800 and 900 youth go there it's led by uh, pastor chip brim shout out pastor Dude. chip brim also that Powerful. man is power Dude. yeah pa- you, honestly he's the one that helped me because like when he's a coach yeah legit spiritual like, coach Man, if you if your youth group has nothing to do during the summer, go to C4C, Champions for Christ. Changed my life. That's where I started praying in tongues for the very first time. My brother had an amazing encounter there. Um, our youth group back in Albuquerque can tell you testimonies and testimonies about Pastor Chip Brim, Pastor Nate, pa- uh, Dr. Billy Brim, all the pastors who preach there, dude. So shout out to champions for christ son okay go ahead sorry i just had you (laughs) (laughs) so uh not a sponsor by the way yeah so i went to c for c um on a wednesday from my understanding just going there twice on wednesday they have a special special guest on this wednesday it just so happened to be jesse duplantis who brother jesse brother jesse top dog you know, one one of God's generals is mm-hmm. what they kept saying. Let's go. He's so good, man. And we get through the sermon. It's a beautiful sermon. That man's funny. Dude, yes. Absolutely hilarious. Yes, enjoy the Lord for sure. And I'm looking at this man in, in admiration. In, in my admiration? Yeah. Admire, yeah. Admiration. Am I Admiration. Admiration. Thank you. Thanks, I figured I was, My wife is right there. I listening. figured I was pronouncing that weirdo. <laughs> but... I was looking at him and I was like, if anybody could really say they did it, that's him. For sure. Because he didn't abide by a church. He didn't, um, he stuck to like his personality. He, like in a sermon, he said, God changed my, my spirit, not my personality. Mm-hmm. I've been under contract so long. I decided to get free and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Which powerful. is a wild line. That's yeah. <laughs> that good. So. And then with all of that, the man's worth fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't know where, I don't know how, but he's yeah. worth that much. And so, I was thinking that, and as I was thinking that, I for the first time I heard God's voice. He said, "That's what I want for you." I was like, "All right, cool." How do we get there, dude? That's so wild. <laughs> the first time I heard the Lord's voice, He said the same exact thing. He's like, "That's what I want you to do." Yeah. Did you know that? No. For dude. what? Go Ministries. Oh, okay. Because I was in a season in my life where people are like, you need to go to college, you need to do this. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't. Yeah. And Laura's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And so I go to C4C, watching Pastor Steve up there, and he's like, that's what I want you to do. And I'm like, God? <laughs> you want to? He wanted you to be like Pastor Steve? Or no, not be uh, like Pastor Steve, but go to go. Just go, go, go to go. Okay, Which is yeah. funny. A lot of people uh, thought that I was Pastor Steve's grandson or something. Um, his wife Y'all look me. alike, yeah. And uh, she was like, it's the weirdest thing. Brandon and Steve, well, Brandon acts the way that Pastor Steve did when he was. You're like his long lost 20, kid. 22 years old. I was like, dang, son, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's a compliment. You know what's crazy? It's mm-hmm. a, I don't know if this is like like true, but like it's a divine interaction. Because that's cool. how I felt with when, when I, after C4C, I, I wanted to pass a chip and I just thanked him. I was like, you're totally. the one that kind of helped kickstart For my sure. journey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and I just want to thank you. Totally. And he was like, me, he's like, we have two. The reason I impacted you is because we have a similar spirit. It's a warrior spirit. Yeah. And it was a divine interaction. Totally. I, you know, you can have like interactions like basically you wave at people, whatever, but you have divine inter- interactions where y'all connect. For sure. And it's quick. Yeah. So in closing, because we'll do a part two, maybe a part three, if I can get this guy to do it. Okay? <laughs> um, I heard this in the spirit, and I want to ask you something. Okay. There is someone listening when this airs right now who's dealing with voices in their head, who's dealing with anxiety, depression, negative thoughts, whatever it may be. What do you want to tell them as they're listening to you right now? What advice would you give? Maybe a scripture that has set you free, something that God told you that set you free from voices. What would you say to them right now? So the thing that helped me battle my thoughts, it's actually a book by Kylie Oaks, which it's funny because she's, I think, Chipron's niece. Chipron's niece, yeah, dude. It's she so is funny. Powerful. That, like this is all connected. Yeah. She talks about her your thoughts mainly. So, it, it's so good. Yeah. So if for anybody really dealing with this, I would one, look her up, and then two, I would get the book. Um the battle of your mind or your mind battle by her. I, I'm I'm but I'm butchering the title, yeah. but that's what helped me the most. Mm. Two, either before or after you do that, just seek God, yeah, and gain your curiosity. Because what does seek mean? Just figure out who He is and who He is to you. Yeah. With the, you, I'm I'm not saying go to church if you don't want to go to church. Don't I didn't at first. Mm-hmm. You know I didn't go to church until I wanted to go to church. Yeah. Because I understand a lot of people are battling that church hurt and you know their dad was a pastor and made them do whatever or whatever mm-hmm. whatever the case is whatever your hurt was I understand. Because we dealt through something similar. Mm-hmm. So. Cr- just crack open your Bible mm-hmm. wherever you want. I was. You know, I was led to Genesis and Old Testament because my biggest question was, who is God and why should I serve him? In the beginning. <laughs> That's right. There is. All right. Yeah. Cool. God. <laughs> but, but you know, if wherever you feel, start there and work your way around. And I ran out of space, but keep going. Okay. Is this still recording? Yeah. My audio is. Camera's not, which is totally fine. Okay. Um, Sorry about that. Camera's not recording. Okay. Continue. Uh, yeah, so start there, work your way around, and just figure out who God is, not with you, yourself, and him. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because that's it. That's good. That's, that's yeah, that's broke. that's how I would start. That's good. that's how I started. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, Charlie, thank you for sharing your insight about negative thinking. Um and so, ladies and gentlemen, this is my brother, Charlie Windsor. Um, Thank you. I'm super pumped that he is here. Uh, I, I love the fact that I get to walk in Christ with my brother. And so it's really cool to have a family member who just loves the Lord as much as I do. Maybe even more. Um, who knows? It's not God a competition, knows. thankfully. Ayo. I know it's not a competition. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in uh, to Sipping All. You can now tune in on Spotify and Apple podcasts um you can now donate to sip and all financially and you might be wondering why in the world would i give money to sip and all um your money will be going straight right back into the podcast a better experience uh better equipment and just to do more things more creative things with this podcast and so 
don't worry. My brother is coming back with a part two, and so we are super thankful. Give it up for Charlie Windsor. Ooh. All right, we will okay, see bye. you guys next week. <laughs>